Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Racially motivated attack. His writings and his manifestos were the diary of a madman. Tropical storm strengthens. Floridians along our Gulf Coast should be vigilant. Marines killed in Australia crash. This recovery and investigation will be prolonged, enduring, and complex. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. The FBI is investigating the deadly Saturday shooting attack at a Florida Dollar General store as a hate crime. The white gunman obtained his guns legally. The three people he killed were black. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez says there's been an outpouring of anguish and anger. In times like these. Just steps from the scene of the deadly Dollar General store shooting in Jacksonville, hundreds gathered Sunday to honor the victims. We cannot tolerate hate against our black community. Among the three people killed was Gerald Galleon, who was shot as he entered the store. He leaves behind a four-year-old daughter. How do you even begin to explain to her what happened? We haven't. You haven't? She doesn't know yet. We're trying to figure out the words to tell her because she was the daddy's girl. Surveillance video captured 21-year-old Ryan Christopher Palmitter walking up to the store. Authorities say he wore a face covering, latex gloves, and a bulletproof vest under his shirt. He was also armed with two firearms, including an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle covered with swastikas. Authorities say during the shooting, the gunman, who lived with his parents, texted his father and told him to break into his bedroom. There, his father found a suicide note, a will, and writings Jacksonville Sheriff T.K. Waters described as racist. I mean, he was just completely irrational. Florida's Gulf Coast is bracing for a hurricane. Governor Ron DeSantis and others are keeping a close eye on Tropical Storm Idalia. It will become a hurricane by late Tuesday afternoon, and it could arrive at the state of Florida as strong as a Category 2 hurricane. And this morning, Hurricane Franklin strengthened to a Category 3. It's 500 miles southwest of Bermuda. Top sustained winds 115 miles an hour. Now to Louisiana, CBS's Janet Shamlian has more on four major wildfires that are burning. One is the largest in state history. Firefighters are racing to battle the rapidly spreading flames in northeastern Louisiana, where the Tiger Island fire forced the 1,200 residents of Maryville to evacuate. It's moving pretty fast, and you can feel the air picking up. So far, the fire is only 50% contained, and the local sheriff said at least 20 buildings have gone up in flames. 
while we're pretty good and practiced at emergency response, not so much on the wildfires. The governor also said some of the fires could have been prevented if residents had followed a statewide burn ban that's been in effect for weeks. This is so scary to think that we could lose our home. Monica Hickman evacuated her home last week to stay with her brother. She's since left his place, fearing the fire spread. Praying for rain. There's a court hearing today on the push by former Trump Chief of Staff Mark Meadows to move the Georgia election case against him to federal court. CBS's Scott McFarland. The argument he's making is that these crimes for which he's been accused occurred when he was serving as a U.S. president's chief of staff and that this is a federal jurisdiction thing. The prosecutor has responded, we're talking about crimes that you have alleged to commit when you were serving as a campaign surrogate of Donald Trump. You can't be a federal employee, a federal officer, and campaign. That's against the law. Also today, a Washington federal judge is expected to set a trial date for former President Trump in the special counsel's election conspiracy case. Overseas, Russia is accusing a former U.S. consulate worker in the Far East of illegally passing information to American diplomats. And over the weekend, Russian officials confirmed mercenary leader Evgeny Prigozhin was one of 10 people killed in last week's plane crash near Moscow. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. There's a military investigation into the weekend crash of an Osprey tilt rotor aircraft in Australia. Three Marines died. Eight others are in the hospital. CBS's Elise Preston is at California's Camp Pendleton. The military aircraft crashed near Darwin, Australia, just seconds after the pilot radioed in an emergency. U.S. officials tell CBS News the crash involved Marines from Camp Pendleton and the Osprey was based out of Hawaii. The tilt rotor aircraft was one of two taking part in a 12-day routine international exercise involving troops from multiple countries. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo is in Beijing where she met today with her Chinese counterpart. Profoundly important that we have a stable economic relationship, which is to the benefit of both of our countries. She says the economic relationship between the U.S. and China is, quote, the most significant in the world. President Biden will meet with the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr.'s family today on the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington. Thousands commemorated it over the weekend at the National Mall, including Dr. King's son. We need us all to be engaged. Dad would probably say, now is the time. We must preserve, protect, and expand democracy. Now to California, where they cheered 26-year-old Simone Biles in San Jose. She won her record eighth U.S. All-Around Championship, a decade after her first and after a two-year break from gymnastics. I think it's good to take breaks. I'm not sure how every time I take a break, I come back and you guys say I get better and stuff because sometimes I feel like I still do lack in some areas that we need to go back in the gym and work on. Next up for her, the World Championships in Belgium. And how about this ending at the Little League World Series? Challenged him and 
Lewis Lappy's walk-off home run gave El Segundo, California, the title 6-5 over Curacao. On ESPN, Lewis's father was proud and stunned. You know, it's everything you dream of, right? And, oh, my God, it just happened. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, pitch me. Is this a dream? It's the real thing. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hundreds of people from all over spent the weekend in Scotland to look for the Loch Ness Monster, some using high-tech equipment. Vigilance is key when hunting a mythical beast. you got to know your facts from fantasy. There is a lot of pitfalls, red herrings. Craig Whitefield grew up on stories of the mysterious monster. He joined hundreds scouring the waters of Scotland's Loch Ness, all part of the biggest search in 50 years. What are you hoping to see? With everybody here. Nessie, but it's just enjoyable being part of the experience and, and being part of the legend. Ian Lee, CBS News, Loch Ness, Scotland. And there were thousands in Tilburg, a town in the Netherlands, all there to celebrate their red hair. The Redhead Days Festival, they call it. Attendees said the event made them feel better about themselves and get past some of the bullying they experienced growing up. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> <laughs> respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Farian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. 
two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.